Hey, welcome to the Hive with Us podcast. I'm your host, Danny Martinez. Today we have special guest, Alex Angel. If you haven't already episode, please go check it out. We covered sub two wrap, foreclosure, a little bit of everything, what they're looking for, how to wrap a deal, wrap a note, all that stuff. I only find the button to so open this up. Everybody here today, we cover cool, interesting stories. So, we're gonna, uh, since there's four people here, they all have a cool, interesting story they're gonna share with us today. So, Al- Angel, you wanna go for it? Yeah, I'll go for it. One of the most interesting deals I've done was the one we went to go take a look at this past week, um, 8221 uh, Glistening Rush. And that particular deal, I had initially called them back in June when it was, it had only been 18 days on the market, but the seller was in the pre foreclosure. And at the time, they're only like 12k in arrears, but they couldn't. Uh, well, they didn't accept the very beginning, so I had to follow up for an additional um, almost four months. So <laughs> I called the agent like once a week, every single week, just to see where the seller was at. And then the seller finally made up their mind. But by the time they they accepted the offer, there were like 42k in arrears. So that was a huge jump. Times of the essence for those, man. And if, if they yeah. wait too long, it makes it harder for them to help them. I think I always hate when that happens because, like, you can always help them. The earlier you attach yourself to a deal like that, the more you can save it. And it's easier to save. But when they get it, let it let time pass, it gets harder and harder. Mm-hmm. So that's crazy. Uh, Alex, you want to go next? Yeah, I'll talk about how I actually got into real estate. It's a pretty interesting story. So it was last year, January 18th is when I got laid off my W-2 job. I was working in tech sales and it was actually the same day I was flying to my first speaking event. So Grant Cardone was there, Pace Morby, Ed Milet, Rob Deerdeck. So the same day as my flight, I get laid off. I was really shocked. I wasn't really sure what to do, but then I knew that was a sign for me to just go all in on a real estate. And that's when I got introduced to creative finance and just started diving deep into it, learning and didn't get my first deal for four to five months, but now things have changed definitely. And we found the right team to work with. That's amazing, man. And you just hit, you just hit a year, you're hitting a year, like in a, in a week or so, right. For being an entrepreneur, which is amazing. Congratulations, Alex. Uh, do you want to go next? Yeah, I was, I mean, the, the big story that pops out uh, in my head is on how I sold my business. So when I was working for like a prop tech company, we got acquired by an even bigger prop tech company. So I said, screw the man. I started my own business, started my HOA, uh, own HOA management company, and then discovered creative financing. And I've been doing, I've been doing property management for a while now. I was like, I was kind of getting sick of it and wanted to build something new. So I ended up discovering creative finance. I was like, hey, maybe I should creative finance, <laughs> seller finance my business. So um, that took about like six months to do, but was was able to yeah sell my business creatively, and I, I thought that was pretty cool, and um, it's helped me with what we're doing now. I think that is amazing. So I I really want to hit on Verge here for a second. So you learned about creative finance, and you sold your business seller finance. I think one of the things the cool the really cool things is when you know seller finance, you can leverage seller finance to your benefit, not necessarily because. When you're coming in as a buyer, it's a different type of seller finance. When you're leveraging it as a seller, it's a different type of seller finance. But you get you know both sides because you know what good terms look like. Mm-hmm. So I want I want to mention this too because I had when I uh, I only I've only sold sold my I've only done one house deal, and it was the house deal I bought personally, and then I sold sold and seller financed it to somebody else. I essentially wrapped it what you guys do, 
And that's the only house I've ever done to date. Everything else has been land. But me knowing seller finance, or not even, I knew a little bit. I know a lot more now, but just knowing the, the basic stuff of seller financing, I was able to leverage that. But I think it's really cool that you sold your business seller finance as well with the, with the strategies because you get the best of both worlds at this point because now you can sell and buy via seller financing, which mm -hmm. is the whole wrap strategy essentially as well mm -hmm. too. That's cool, man. All right, Mitch, you ready? I am. So I'm going to tell you my story real quick with these gentlemen here. We actually all met on a Zoom. We were on a SUP2 Zoom. And I was, you know, speaking on, you know, giving away free leads and that kind of stuff. And they happened to jump in. And I think we were on that Zoom for probably like three hours. And after that, like, you know, we just had like a connection. And so after that, you know, I mean, we, we started doing deals together. And we actually all decided to go out to Colorado. Uh, we didn't have any planned meetups or anything like that. We stayed in the Airbnb for nine days together. We went around, we toured, we, we started educating agents and loan officers. You know, they actually set up all these various meetings with people. None of us knew any of these people. It was just, you know, cold calling, building relationships, talking about deals for nine days. And then um, from there, you know, there was just a great synergy and we ended up, they were going out to, to do a meeting at, I think it was CreativeCon in Phoenix. And so they said, hey, you want to come out there with us? And I said, yeah. So we flew, we went ahead and called my wife and I said, Hey, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to make it home. <laughs> I'm going to be gone for another week. She's like, all right. <laughs> so uh, we actually uh, went out to Phoenix. We ended up talking with uh, Pace and Abraham and, you know, went to CreativeCon and met a lot of great people there. And so um, and that's actually, you know, where, where we ended up doing uh, Pace's podcast. Pace asked, Hey, do you want to do a, he asked me actually, do you want to do a podcast? I said, yeah. I said, but you got to bring, you got to bring the team in, you know? So that's actually kind of like, a, you know, a little bit of our story of how we all kind of met. We started collaborating and doing deals together. And, you know, what I would say is like, if, uh, you know, just, Get out in the communities that you're in, no matter what it is, and start collaborating and doing deals with people. You never know where you're going to meet your your business partners at. Yeah, I, I really want to hit on too is that you guys are all separate in separate markets. You guys don't live near each other at all, and you guys met on a Zoom, so that's that's amazing. So it's 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 uh, definitely underrated. I think I think where we're heading in business is this type of model where you don't just have to go to the office and there's no centralized office everybody works out of. You know. I think it's really powerful when you can get all your, all your systems and people aligned to create really good, really good opportunities, just uh, aligning yourself with other people. Try to find people who are different than you too, is what I would say, you know, because like everybody brings a different skill set. Like Verge has, you know, skill sets I don't have. Angel has skill sets, you know, that I don't have. Alex is really good, you know, at certain things. And he brings skill sets that, you know, that each of us don't have. We can all network, right? We all love to talk. We all have a different style. We all bring a different uh, group too, right? So when I go out and talk, you know, other certain people will gravitate towards me. Other people will gravitate towards Angel or Verge or Alex. So it's like, you know, and everybody brings different skills. You know, mine is definitely not social media, you know? <laughs> so Verge is good at that. And, you know, so yeah, go out and collaborate and find people that have other skills, you know, besides you and see how you can complement each other. So yeah, I'll 100% back that up too. It's uh, my being my partner completely opposite, and I think that's what that's what makes really good partnerships for everybody here that's looking for somebody maybe to partner with in the future. Opposite, opposite the track. So if they're like you and do stuff the same as you, maybe not the best partner. So you always want to find somebody that that's going to fill the gaps in your business, not necessarily 
fight over the fight over the same same control parts, you know. Exactly. Uh, it's important. Anyone want to cover what Homestar is and where they can find it real quick? Please go check the other episode, by the way, too. We cover a lot of more stuff in detail. But uh, anyone want to cover Homestar? Yeah, so Homestar, you can actually, uh, we're, we're still kind of uh, putting some of it together, but you can find Homestar on Facebook. You can find it on Instagram. We're on TikTok. We're on Twitter. We're on Pinterest and YouTube. And so some of them may or may not have a lot of content right now, but we'll be expanding and added that, adding content on there. And we'll also probably start, be, we're going to start doing a lot of live uh, events. So we'll be talking about properties. We'll be talking about deals and, you know, we'll be able to invite people on to kind of correspond, ask questions, and we can kind of walk through what we're doing and how we're doing it. And that, for instance, that, that program is to connect with buyers that are looking for their non-qualified mortgage borrowers to buy property, right? Buyers, sellers, agents, loan officers. You name it. Bring the whole family. Yeah, jump <laughs> in. Let's go. Let's talk about real estate. Let's, you know, let's see, let's see what we can learn from each other. There you go. Well, I appreciate you guys coming on. Thanks for coming on again. I think I think everybody we probably a lot of value and a lot of interesting stuff. I think you guys are very unique. Like I said, this is the this is the most people ever run on a podcast, and I think we did all right. We did all right. Trying to mix up the flow a little bit, but um, I appreciate you all coming in and sharing knowledge and just being a beacon of uh, information in the community. So I think that's a something to, something to be pointed out by me at least, if nobody else does. So I appreciate you guys. If you guys have any questions, go check them out. We'll see you all in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Have a great day.